Hey, beloveds, it is your girl, Beloved Jazz. I'm sorry if you heard the pin clicking. It's just, I was so excited to record this episode because I literally just got done today sending my last assignment and I'm so happy. I like, and if you follow me personally or know me and you are on my Instagram, I'm just telling you now. I'm celebrating. No, but um, this uh, episode, I really wanted to take time to reflect on my past because right now my present is just, it's, it's surreal. Like, I really, I hate to be cliche. Oh, I never would have thought I made it to this point, but it, it just feels good to finally get to a point where I planned to be here. Um... Yeah, and I wanted to give my listeners, um, a, you know, a little advice on how to heal from your past so that you can have a beautiful present. And I say a present because this is not about the future. This is not about, you know, uh, doing everything right so we can reap the benefits. This is just about accepting your past for what it was, which exactly is the past so that you can have time to focus on what it is you want your present to look like. So, um, and I I, I tell y'all, I get inspired by just literally anything that happens in my life. I get inspired to share it with other people because like me listening, um, you know, if I hadn't took the time to like hear this phrase, I probably would have missed it because it it just was a phrase that I heard watching uh, 13 Reasons Why. And I just wanted to share that um, there is a quote that um, the main one of the characters said, and I wanted to share that um, first so that we can get delve into the importance of you know, healing from your past. And when I mean healing, I mean like literally getting over it so that it doesn't stop you from what you need to do in the present. Um, so this quote, it says, when you judge a person by their past, you make that person's past become inescapable. And um, what that me- what I took from that is my own situation I wanted to heal from the past so that I didn't it it wasn't inescapable it wasn't something that I couldn't get over I I wanted to get over my I wanted to heal from my past so that I could get over it and focus on the the future because that's kind of what life is about it's not about getting stuck in one period of time And, you know, we constantly reminiscing on that, uh, especially if it's a negative experience or something that we may or may not, you know, have done, you know, we would have done something differently if we knew better then, basically. But um, I wanted to get over my past because I did not want it to define me. I did not want it to stop me from, you know, have it. I didn't, I literally just didn't want it to be an excuse because literally I, I watched um, you know, older people, older than me. And it's like some things, you know, some of their decisions that they've done in the past, some of the things that they've done in their past, they let it define them. And, um, you know, it reflects their future, reflects that while they never got over, like the stuff that happened 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago. 
And I don't want that for our new coming generation, not knocking the last, but we have an advantage as, you know, millennials and, you know, people that are living in this society now, the younger generation, we have a chance to uh, rewrite history. And I don't like my my mom's, you know, her past is her past, but literally she lit, she wears her past like, you know, like it happened yesterday. And, you know, and I I was just, that scared me to death because I feel like if you let one period of, of heartbreak or trauma or, you know, mistakes or whatever, if you let that period of time, <clears throat> you know, if you let that stay in your life, it could show up in your current. You might turn to alcohol and drugs. You might turn to, you know, push people away. And then you turn around when you're 50. You have no friends, no man, no girl, no nobody. Because, you you know, you you haven't done the work for your present. And um, that's exactly what I wanted to do. And I want to tell you how I... I did it. I'm not saying that I'm perfect and my past is 100% behind me, but I'm literally ruled by the present. I'm not ruled by the past. If someone brings up, you know, an incident or if I bring it up myself, it's more about just sharing a unique experience. It's not about using the past as a crutch. And uh, that's why I want to give you encouragement. This episode is called Bad Past, Good Present because just because you had a bad past or had a, you know, experience in your life that it could be seemed, you know, negative or deemed as like, oh, I can't get over this. It's just, you know, it's just something that's going to ruin my life. I'm telling you, it's not. It's not. Um, because of the work that I've done to, you know, have a great present where, and when I say a good present, I mean where I'm not triggered as easily by, you know, things that used to trigger me from the past. I'm, you know, I'm able to have a healthy relationship. Um, I'm able to maintain healthy relationships with my family um, or the people that I do, you know, in my family that I do want to have a healthy relationship. I have them with. Um, But again, it's not all perfect, but this is exactly what I wanted. I wanted my life to be headed toward a positive direction. And the way we do that is by healing from the past. Like, I can't tell you how many books I've read, how many podcasts, how many YouTube episodes I've listened to, everything. And literally everybody's saying the same thing. You have to heal from the shit that you went through so that you can have blessings, you know, to look forward in the present. And, you know, when I think of a physical representation of, you know, having a good present and letting go of the future, I think of like, if you have your arms closed, if your arms are closed and you're holding on to that negativity, how are you going to open it up and receive that love and that, you know, the things that are promised to you? And, you know, literally this, the the only way that I see fit of being able to open my arms is by, you know, and receive stuff is literally by changing the way that I process my past. I didn't, I I stopped, you know, telling myself the bad things about the past. I I just told myself what it, it what what it was. The things that happened to me were beyond my control, and um, the only thing that I have control over now is me and 
how I process things and it it choose I choose for it to be a positive um way of processing my past um so and I feel like I'm you know I'm just telling you about you know bits and pieces of my past but if you know me or if you read my book I'll say it again as I say in every episode you can uh read check out my book I'm not I mean it is for sale but I'm not using this uh as a pitch because I don't really I have (laughs) I don't really need the money I just want my story to be heard Um, or if you want to just get to know, you know, me and the struggles that I had and how, and if you have had similar things on how to even like begin to like start processing stuff, then check out my book. Um, it's, I overcame it all on Amazon and the subtitle is, it literally, it's spelling it out right there. Childhood trauma causing adult life drama. And literally, that's exactly how my life panned out after I turned 18. When I was a child, I experienced a lot of trauma, a lot, you know, uh, between my mom, you know, uh, parental addictions to drugs and alcohol. My, You know, it, alcoholism and uh, drug addiction, That those are the norms of my family. If you don't drink or smoke or get high or do something, then you're, you're the oddball out. Um, yeah, and that's how it was growing up in my biological family. And then once, you know, I experienced a lot. I experienced being molested at the age of eight. And, um, and then after that, just, just going through a ton of emotional and, um, mental abuse um that to what I now can name as abuse but before it was just like why am I going through all this why am I being you know made to feel down about myself someone's forcing me to hate myself and I eventually did and that's how you know when you live a life of self-destruction your life is going to reflect it you're you know you can hate yourself in your mind but your life is going to reflect that um, it's going to reflect that in your relationships, your job performance, um, your home life performance, um, you know, your friends and things. I mean, it's going to show up and it did. It showed up and showed out, you know, myself. I call it self-hatred. You know, that was a time in my life where I was like, I like I'm I <laughs> I grew up to you know, experience all these, you know, bad things to me. So maybe I am bad. So maybe I need to be treated badly. And that's when I end up being in a, you know, relationship after relationship that eventually ended into a me getting into a bad marriage. And that's what my book is about. Just, you know, just explaining the, the minute details and, and how I, you know, went through that, those things and how I processed it. And, um, and it really did change my life writing that book. And I hope that whatever I say on this podcast, in addition to my book, if you read it, um, I hope that it it changes your life or begin to help you look at the things that happen in your life and how they may be a contribution to your present day. Like, I don't, I can't express how important like healing from your past is because if you're constantly reminiscing about, 
the stuff that people did to you when you were eight or when, you know, when things happened to you when you were 19. Like, when you reminisce over those and you tell yourself bad things about that experience, it it can affect your, you know, it can affect your overall self-esteem, your mental health, your psych, psyche, whatever. It can affect everything. And um, I tried my hardest to not allow my past to look like my present or allow my present to look like my past and I feel like I have done a a well job at changing my mindset and changing the way that I processed you know my past and that's what I encourage for you if you are listening and you hear some things that have triggered you in your own life and your own experiences and you're like wow I never thought about that. Then I really encourage you to sit time, sit down, take time, and really, really dig deep about like what it is that you want to change about your life, or what it was that happened to you that maybe you didn't agree with, you know. And like, cause literally, I <clears throat> once I stopped like deeming myself as like the person that fucked up and I I screwed up my whole life then I start to like realize like no I didn't other people had a contribution in how they treated me and I had a contribution on what I you know how I accepted their treatment so I mean it's a lot that contributes to you know healing and all of that but you you are you know putting the key of the ignition and when you start, when you put that key in, I mean, and you turn it, it's going to start, you're going to start viewing your life different, differently. You're going to start viewing yourself differently and you're going to start viewing the world differently. And that's, that's what I've done. Um, and that's how I've contributed to having a, a good present, a positive present, um, and it starts with a positive mindset and your mindset is literally how you process things in your life, how you process the world, how you process your own behavior, other people's behavior. Um, and until you get a grasp on that, your life is going to be out of your own control. You're going to feel like everything is against you and, you know, woe is me, but you are the key. You put the you have the key and you are putting it in the ignition to start your own life. And that's what that's what's so important. And I did write down some some tips. I've been free balling it this whole time because shit just come into my mind and I just can't I can't hold back. But um yeah, if you don't heal from your past, you're gonna spend your present trying to run from your past. And um, I wrote that down because literally I, and I say literally a lot, I'm sorry, but I see so many adults, so many people older than me that they spend their, their life isn't, it's not about enjoyment. It's not about finding pleasure. It's not about finding, you know, it's not about building a life. It's more about escaping from the past, like trying not to be who you used to be. Um, and that's not what life is about. Life is about enjoying the good things. It's about, and not just the good things, but accepting stuff for what it is and, and, you know, continuing to grow, continue to nurture yourself and be the better you so you can have, be better for everyone else around you. And, um, 
Yeah, that's that and that really like that's what helped me to like get a grasp on my own life. Like this is my life. This is my past. This is my, you know, and and that helped me really. Um and I the past does not define you. It doesn't it can help, you know, be a guide or a tour to, you know, where you want your life to go, but you can't stay in that moment because when you do, you allow that past, that negativity to still be associated with you. And I mean, how can you have a good present if you're always still associated with the negativity? So, um, own your past, like own it. Like I wrote my, I wrote, in my book, what happened to me, because those were things that happened to me. Those were things that I literally pulled from my own memory bank and I poured them out into the pages. So if, you know, if I'm talking about something that happened to me, I want to make sure that I own it, but also that I, I'm using it for empowerment for myself, for my, you know, for whoever I explain my past to. I don't want to explain it like oh uh, you know something is just you know it 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 is what it is it happened it didn't hurt me I'm good and no you have to own it like I I I wrote down your past is like a car if you don't own it, it like you're gonna be forever like paying for it and what I mean by that like when you have a car it's yours. You're not ashamed of how fucked up the wheels are, how it's your car either way. And that's how I think about my future. It's my past, whether it's ugly, pretty, nasty, whatever, it's mine's. And I'm not going to let anyone get have the power to tell me about what's what's mine's, you know? And that's like when it, you, when you read my book and I and when you know and even when the people that may feel that they are in the book if they read it I want them to understand like this is not about you this is not about you know my past this is about me this is about how I got over what all was done to me or what all that happened to me and it's you know and that that but it's mine's either way it's mine's and um yeah and so and uh, and I never wanted anyone to like take my past and use it against me because I my past isn't something that I'm afraid of. It's something that was it was just ex- an experience. It was, it was it, like it literally was just an experience. And when you take your past as something that is not bigger than you, then you can get a a hold of it. You can, you know, take control over it and you can heal from it. But until you make your past something, you know, a part of you, you're, you're going to constantly run away from, you know, who you're supposed to be and who, you know, God placed you on this earth to be. And I, I want, I want it to be better than, you know, the woman that I wrote about in, in 2019 or 18 I I forgot now when I wrote this book but uh I didn't want to be that same woman I didn't want to look back and read those those hurtful moments of that that woman's life you know that I I wrote about I didn't want to be the same woman I wanted to be a more confident woman I wanted to be a woman who didn't give a fuck about what anyone anyone had to say or um, about her or her 
pass. And um and that's exactly what I did. And um I wanted to share that with you because like I'm I'm living in the world where I I never thought this would be, you know, the case. I always thought that my past would just be something that I I always had to like be, you know, ashamed of and that's not <laughs> that is not the case. You don't ever you shouldn't ever be ashamed of something that happened to you because it either happened to you because it happened to someone else and they couldn't stop it from happening to them or it happened to you because you are the one that's going to change this shit. And that's exactly what what um I take in my own life when I went through my past and I read it I I didn't at first of course I was like why God why me why you, like you brought me here and I'm this you know person I'm I do right I try to do right by everyone else and I'm still getting fucked over I'm getting you know beat up and and cheated on and all that why me Lord and then I was I just had to accept it like instead of saying why me ask why you know not ask why me but instead ask why it happened um and I say it slow because I don't want to say it in a way that's like that is you know detrimental because I don't want I don't think anyone questioning their self is you know themselves in a negative way is good I don't think that's gonna help you heal from your past but if you accept it and you own it and you you know take it for a learn you know a learning for someone else or however you need to process it it has to be your own way it has to be your way so that you can feel good at night so that you can wake up in the morning knowing that you did everything the day before that you could and that was that was the best that you can do and that's all you can do and that's it um, yeah, so bad past, good present, but the past does not define us. The present does, I mean, it is, it, it's better to live in the moment than to constantly spend a lifetime running from the past. So, and I'll leave you with that. Um, today I feel like I'm doing longer than I normally do, and that's, and I'm happy with that because. I finished my last assignment and I have nothing better to do but to record because I do recognize that my voice is powerful and what I have to say does matter and who is listening does matter as well. So as always, remember, be love, be love and beloved Jess.